What's up, New England, New England and beyond? Here we are on a Saturday afternoon, 4 p.m. or so. Special podcast with Case Titans, 64, pro welterweight title challenger, Everett Delay, man. What's up, my man? Welcome coming down, man. Thank you for having me. I feel like it's a special day being here. You have a great, beautiful room. <laughs> and yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> well, my man, uh, ready you are, man. You got a huge fight coming, biggest your career, short career so far. We'll talk about the journey up until this point, but Cage Titans announced this big fight against Jonathan Piersma. Welterweight title fight, three fights in, man. Um, how are you feeling about the opportunity? It's just, I mean, you came on the scene, and here we are. It looks like a year later, fighting for the, the probably the biggest title in New England. Definitely. I'm very thrilled. I have a camp that I've been training multiple times a day. So I'm just getting ready for it. Had a practice as well as today. I just came back from my brother's New England championship. So I love surrounding myself in this atmosphere and it just keeps my heart pounding, keeps me alive. Well, I know you speak, just spoke about your brother. Your brother is competing right now. Yes. As we speak, you want to, you know, give him some love and talk about what's going on with him right now? Yes. Yeah, so big shout out to Gabriel Buisu. He is a four-time state champion, three-time New England champion because he's going to win it. And he's a four-time finalist. He full ride to Cornell University, Ivy League. He is the shit. <laughs> he is the shit. Yeah. How old? <laughs> he's 17. Yes. So uh, that's the next generation coming up after. Is, uh, is uh, you know, the MMA world, is that something he's passionate about? Is, there, is, is that something that he's looking at, or is it all about what he's doing right now? And For now, school, and if he ever wanted to go to the MMA route, <laughs> watch out, because he's a way better <laughs> athlete than I am. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, that's kind of hard to uh, imagine, my man. <laughs> I mean, we've only seen you for a short time in there, but, you know, we'll talk about, you know, your accolades to this point because you are an athlete and uh you know a, an animal out there on the mats and as we see in the cage and also in the boxing ring because you got a couple of professional boxing fights under your correct you know? we'll talk correct. about that because also because i know i think your pro debut was against james manor yes tall real big prospect yes. uh, I, he works at the post office actually i, I see him oh, every so often young nice, kid nice and he's my cousin. Oh, get the hell out of here. <laughs> was that like a late notice opponent or something? You just like had to step in or was that? Everyone's been telling me no. So I had to fight someone that was, had a decent amount of wins. He had every single win was a knockout. So I was like, let's go for it. And he gave me a show that I needed because I wanted to get my hands ready for MMA. And he's did a, it's been a great fight when we fought. And it's got me where I am now. Tall, tall kid, over six feet tall. And that, that looks like what you're uh, used to in the cage and in yes. the box and, and the boxing ring. Went, had another boxing fight and came away with a, a TKO, I believe, in that fight. Correct, correct. So, uh, you know, you got them rounds with James, and then it uh, looks like it progressed you into, you know, was there another tall guy or? He was the same height as I am. All right, there you go. So it was, it was yeah, it was perfect. <laughs> well, let's talk about uh, how you got, you know, here. As far as in the cage, in the boxing ring, we know uh, big judo black belt. Uh, I would imagine is you got your start in wrestling in high school or something because, or you know, in a 
academic program around the town or something? I started in Providence. Okay. It is um, Davy Lopes. It's a recreational place, and majority of the Providence wrestlers, they have a beat the street program, which I, I didn't, I wasn't part of. They just started about eight years ago, and I was a city rat. And then from there, I was introduced into judo by Serge Buisu. He came through with Sergi and Caitlin. I didn't have a wrestling shoe, wrestling shoes. Okay. So I was sitting outside. He blessed me with Caitlin's wrestling shoes. And then from there, I was under his shoulder. And yeah, he told me a lot when it comes to judo, how to be a man. And my hat's off to him. Well, when you're in a, you know, an atmosphere like that with coaches and we, you know, you as a professional and a guy coming up and me as just being media and seeing like, it, you know, the what goes on behind the scenes. I mean, it's a family atmosphere there. I mean, these people are your family eventually, man. So yeah. hats off to you. I mean, have you been with like the same uh, kind of uh, coaches or uh, like, or have you, you know, I, I'm sure you picked up more, but you know, are they still kind of in your roots here? And of course, you of forward? course. He um, he was at the event, New England event, and then same as the he's the head coach of Situate High School. Okay. And I'm the head coach of Tiverton High. Oh, nice. So yeah, we love to stay in the uh, the same uh, grappling aspect. But he he did a great job with Tivit, uh Situate. They started off with five wrestlers. Now there's a squad, and they have so many wrestlers that made it to the New England championships that. Made it to the state finals, not even including my brother. So he's done a great job with that right there. How long have you been coaching at Tiverton? This is my first year. Nice. How are you guys doing? Or is it, you know, there's what, only is... one wrestler now. Okay. So I would, I bring. His name's Eli Wood, and I bring him to the gym I teach at, which is my cousin's facility. But yeah, for practice, we always go there. And shout out to the Woods. That's who brought me up as well. They uh they helped me when I was on my face, and they've been nothing but blessings to me. Well, let's talk about uh what you've done in judo and other things. I know we watched Cage Titans, Table Titans. You were on there talking about, you know, Mike. Mike Polvey, I love Mike Polvey. I was just so excited to have you on because you're like a ghost in the community. You're in and out. He was talking about, you come in, mate. you fuck people up, and you leave. And uh, we'll talk about how I met you behind the scenes, like when you yes. were leaving, um, because you're in and out. I mean, you don't potty or you don't hang out after the fights. Uh, you get out of there. It's business is done. And yes, out, sir. Right? Yes, sir. I treat it like a contract, so I don't get paid by the hour. <laughs> Beat that ass. Get my check. Hang out with my dog, Romeo. There we go. We'll get to that. <laughs> Romeo is in the room. This is a special podcast. It's the first time I had, have had any animal in this podcast. Thank and you very I, much. I, loved, <laughs> I, I was excited to have him. I said, bring the pup. and uh, Because I did meet him at the fights. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk about that. But let's talk about what you've done as far as judo and where you've been. Because you talked on Table Titans about traveling the world. You know, young as under 10 years old, you were going Correct. to places. Yes, um, so I've, like I said in the first video with, been to Japan tons of times, uh, Korea, like Africa plenty of times, and it's just a great experience. I've learned plenty of my grappling, traveling, so I get to have a touch of different types of bodies, different types of fighting styles, and it's just very, I've just been blessed, yeah. 
Well, as we're uh, speaking right now, I'm going to go to your Instagram and I'm going to spy a little bit and show that while we're talking. Um, I'll start from somewhere. Oh, you don't have much on there. No, but I don't Is that really John Jones? No, that's you. <laughs> is that you? That's me. That's, that's you me. in boxing. Oh, no, my God. That's that You look like John Jones right there. A little bit. Just little thicker. Bit. Yeah. Wow, dude. So what's that right there? So that was my pro debut. I fought uh, UFC Fight Pass for CS, which did not do UFC Fight Pass anymore. But yeah, I, uh, I broke that guy's collarbone in the second round. And... From there, it's just been uphills. So I can't wait for this title fight. So this was at Foxwood, your pro debut. No, no, no. Oh, uh, uh, Cranston Park Theater. Oh, where I, I grew up right there. Yes. I went to Cranston High School right across the street. Awesome, awesome. So how was that? Because that place is closing up. So you might have been one of the last MMA fights there. Yes, yes. So how was that experience fighting over there? Because you, you know people in Cranston or... I mean, Cranston West and stuff yes. like that. So talk about that experience, fighting kind of close to where, you know. It was it was very great, uh, great experience. I was thrilled as well. So fight is not a home crowd because I am from Providence, but I did go to Cranston High School West. So a couple of my, or a bunch of my friends from Cranston came. They showed love and support as well as the judokas and wrestlers. And I just felt comfortable at my own home. <laughs> Um, and that was for CES. Correct. How'd you get connected with CES? I have a friend that called me up. His name is Mike Pagliata. He goes, hey, you want to fight pro? And I'm like, why not? Let's do it. <laughs> Let's get in there. Let's get my hands going. He right? gave me I like, mean, no, I'm at MMA. Let's get our MMA yeah, fight. He yeah? gave me a 10-day notice, and from there, I just been getting short notices besides this fight, and it's just been a nice roller coaster. You know, so those. All right. So you had your first. Uh, well, that I. Uh, that was your first MMA. So the the next fight was a short notice fight, also. Uh, of course. Against Poo, uh, Kyle Pufau, I had a six day notice. Really? Yes, sir. Well, who was he supposed to? Do you remember who he was supposed to fight there? Or? I do not. I. Uh, so from there, my assistant and also my promoter Rob Wood, he contacted Mike, and he hasn't. Mike didn't have an opponent for me yet, so. Mike contacted Rob, and he was like, we got a fighter. I'm like, let's go. I don't give a damn who he is. Yeah, <laughs> and you went in there, and, uh, you know, it's when I posted that you were going to be in here, there was a bunch of fighters, like like Triforce fighters, Jay Perrin. Yes. They were loving that you were coming on. Jay Perrin was out of his seat commentating <laughs> your fight. Little man, what, what was he got? Like, he was called short, short fighter uh, yeah. uh, tactics and stuff. Getting inside. He was loving everything you were doing because you were getting inside, and you were landing those short shots. And the way he was describing what you were doing in there was like to the T. Correct. Like when you're that close, you have the power. You're sure you're bringing that range down, man. Um, like, did you talk to these guys after? Because they seem to love you right now. No, I did not. I I don't know too many of the guys in MMA scenery, so I have to start staying longer and talking to everyone like how we met. So it's. It's gonna help me out in the future, so yeah. So next fight on the thirtieth, I will stay longer. I will have merchandise to sell. Nice. So it's gonna be a great show, I promise you. Now looking back, I'm sure you watched the the film again, watching it back, listening to the commentary. How'd that make you feel? Like, you know, you had, you know, I think it was Andy, I think it was uh, Valdina yes. and uh, Jay Perrin, just like screaming over like what you were doing in there because Kyle's a. 
I mean, this is a new pro also, but that kid did a lot as a as an amateur. Well, you didn't even have an amateur MMA career. No. So he was a scary dude coming in, and you coming in unknown, like six or seven days notice. Uh, not you know that that's huge. Yes. Yeah, so with judo and wrestling as uh, well, grappling as my background, you have to scope out your opponent right off the back. And when we did the face off. He didn't want to look at me in the eyes. So I kind of figured out I had him beat already. And not trying to talk shit. I just like to say how it was. He he had he, he has a great hard head. Because I punched and I gave my hard hits. And yeah. he was taking it. Even though he was very bloody, he took those hits like a man. So hats off to Kyle Pufal. He, uh, he's standing there. And he just had a better opponent that day. So... Yeah, he's been in a couple of wars, yes. you know, in the past, uh, yes. yeah, amateur titles and, and and stuff like that. So, yeah, you beat a, you took out a, a tough kid to take yes, out. Yes, he was finish. very tough. Yeah. He had a hard head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, uh, and then you talk about, uh, you know, you want you do, you have all these accolades as judo and you know wrestling and all this coming up, but you don't you rather you want to show your hands in there. Yes. And you don't want to go to the ground unless you know. It Unless has I, to go there. So. A true martial artist doesn't show their guns unless they need to. That's what I was taught. I was taught, you know, let them hit you two times. So if you watch my Lorenzo fight, if you watch my Kyle Profile fight, I let them get the two hits. Then from there, it's game time. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you so, know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I if I needed to... But now it's it's a championship about coming up on the thirtieth. So like I said, I'm gonna use my grappling. I'm gonna do everything I can because I'm not holding back. No, it's not fair for them, for the crowd. You know, they pay great money to go see me fight. So they're gonna get what they paid for, I promise. Well your last fight, uh, they got what they paid for because you are <laughs> another crazy power showing in your hands yes um legit kid coming out of i think he was coming out of uh nick newell's gym faa or uh, ascension somewhere over there no i knew a legit gym yeah and he's a big boy he's coming from a welterweight yeah we know uh middleweight middleweight i'm welterweight and you're coming up i mean yes i'm i'm late when it comes to a 175 170 pounder so what's the best part i get to eat steak and pasta so I get to yeah. have my energy nice. up there. Yeah, yeah. And You're not I killing get, yourself. Exactly. So that's what I've been brought up my whole life. You got to stay at your fighting weight. People cut down because they want to get big, but at the end of the day, you're just killing yourself. You got to make sure you have a great diet. You got to make sure you're training correctly. You got to make sure you're icing your body correctly because that's how the professionals do it. And if you can cut the weight, okay, cut the weight. But while you're cutting weight, I'm eating steak. Exactly. I'm yeah. watching you do, do in the sauna. I got some pasta in front of me. Yeah. Hanging out with Romeo. Of course. <laughs> well, this last fight, which sealed uh, this title fight coming up on the 30th. Um, you know, you mentioned this guy was big and stuff like that. How'd you feel in that fight compared to the, 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 last, the last couple? I did a couple... I did some homework on him, and I figured out that he was a BJJ world champion the year before. So... I was expecting a great fight, and it was a great fight. He threw some great knees. He tried to use his grappling, but again, he's too tall to try to shoot on me, so he just got stuffed. <laughs> Which takes energy and takes some heart out of you when you can't get that done. Yes, um, yes. And then you capitalized, and the power and you know, those short shots you have. I mean, you just close the distance, and you're like a... 
you you're just in their face. Yes. It's crazy. I'm not afraid to so I've been training. I'm not gonna say what I've been working on. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna be in Piersman's face, but he's not gonna know when I'm in his face. I promise you that. And it's gonna be a great show, but with judo and wrestling, you always have to go forward. So that's what I'm used to, going forward. If you go backwards, you get penalized, and then enough penalties, you're kicked out. So that's what I've been used to my whole life, and there's no reason to change it if it's been putting everyone on their heels. See, I didn't know that, that you are, uh, if you back up and... Yes, if you go out of bounds in judo or yeah. wrestling, they call you for stalling. Yeah. And enough stall calls, you get uh, disqualified. Okay. Got to get in there. Exactly. Attack, baby. Get in them guts. Get in them chins. All right. So before <laughs> we get into Piersma and what you've seen, I th- you fought at the same card in January, right? Correct. All right. So before you, we get into that, um, let's let's talk about how I met you and you know back and what you don't do after fights is hang out and uh, you know party. Not everyone does it, but the mm. after party and hanging out was a big thing. But you were outside. I met you. And I was like, you had Romeo with you, and yes. you like you had a couple of guys. And I mentioned to you, I was like, when I was watching the fights, I'm like, is that Keenan Raymond in there with him? Yes. I'm like, is that Keenan Raymond? Because he's, I mean, we all know he's fought for Cage Titans a million times. Yes, he has. And I'm talking to one of the media guys. I'm like, and I don't know, like he's a new newbie kind of guy. I'm like, that's Keenan Raymond. And then when I saw you outside, mm. I had no idea where you were from, where you came from. And I said, hey, I said, you know, and you mentioned that. You have roots in Cranston West and Cranston, and you're from Tiverton, which you know is not too far from me. I live in Cranston, yeah. and I went, "Was that Keenan Raymond in that in the cage with you?" And he go, "Yeah, yeah, that was that's my brother." How do you guys? How did you guys get, uh, you know, mixed up? I he's from Cranston. No, he's from Providence. Is he from Providence? Sorry, we we both went to the Votech program in Cranston High School West, so. We always commuted from Providence, okay. waking up at 4, 4 and 4.30 in the morning, then taking two city buses to high school, and then, yeah, walking that mile to even get to the school. So it's like a hike, and I uh, I don't regret it at all because I, I am up early anyways, ready for fighting, and it got my body adapted to it. So it turned me into the fighter I am, and it's like I'm not tired at that time, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, R- Richie Shanagago, who was in here, and yes. we were like recapping uh, the Cage Titans event, was speaking about you. And he said, he's, you know, you cornered Keegan, or you've been in his corner or something at Cage Titans, and Richie would always go like, all right, when are you getting in there? When are you getting in there? You know what I mean? <laughs> what was the, you know, delay to kind of, you could have got my in brother. there a while ago. She's my brother and my training yeah. partner, and I fight the way I fight. And I can't picture myself hurting my brother like that. No, I don't mean him. Oh, <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I mean, why, why did it take you so long to actually, you know, get into MMA? Was it because you were still doing all the, the I, I was, judo? Or? I was still doing judo. Yeah. I was still doing the other sports as well. So when I figured out that the Olympics wasn't in my future, I was still hungry. I still wanted to compete. I still wanted to, you know, put on a show. So. When I got that call from Mike, I didn't say no. Yeah. And then it's all been great from there. So um, 155 is kind of, is that where you eventually want to be? Uh, when, if, when um, you know, the UFC or something comes calling. And you could have went to 155 in, instead of fighting for this title. You could, probably could have had two options here. Yes. You know, maybe fought for the 155-pound title, 170. 
what was the uh, the reasoning for staying at one one seventy? No one wanted to fight me. Okay. So from there, I just been asking Mike. I, I'll call someone out that was you know few losses or close to nine wins, and they just didn't want to fight me. So it's easier at one seventy. They're like, who's this guy? He's like five six. You know, let's fight him. He's yeah. a little guy anyway. He's a fifty five. But then they don't know that. I have a lot of power in my hips. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of power in my strikes. And this wasn't my first time learning strikes. So, yeah, they, uh, they had uh, their hands full pretty much. <laughs> Excellent. Well, um, before we get into the Piazma matchup, and, you know, you, I don't know if you watched this fight then. You're watching it now, that's for sure. Uh, but the Cage Titans experience. I mean, you yes. fought for CES at, um, you know. Cage Titans experience is way better than CES experience. Yeah. Sorry if that hurts people's feelings, but I'm not sorry at all. But, yeah, I love the show. I love how Mike and Andy, how yourself, just, like, makes the atmosphere great, you know. So CES, they told me no too many times, so they have a bunch of guys that just have too, their, uh, their labia hurts. So they don't want to fight me. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah. I I have some. I won't say anything about CES. I mean, they have some great fighters. They that do. Are good friends they do. of mine. Good like friends Gary of mine. But they're not. They're not my. They're not my favorite. Uh, yes. Promotion in, in of New course, England, as of far course. as how they treat fighters and stuff. Exactly, and I've seen that, and I've seen how they treated my brother. I've seen how. It's it's a dirty process, it's a dirty atmosphere, but you got to know what you're getting yourself into. Exactly, and Cage Titans really uh, is there for the fighters. Yes, sir. And it shows. I mean, you can't not deny it with the way they, you know, put you guys out there, and you you know as a fighter, passion. You see it, you know, like yes. as far as the whole crew, and it's it's not corporate. It's a family. So that's why it, I think it works so good, and the ideas are flying, and yes, you know, everyone's putting. Their idea is not afraid to throw something in there, and it works. It's awesome, man. Glad yes, to see yes. you in there, bro. Thank you, thank you. And I can't wait. I can't wait for this show to happen. I can't wait to go back into that, um, into the building. It's it's just great. I my heart is pounding, and I just want to put on that show. Excellent. <laughs> well, let's talk about the show. Um, the thirtieth, you're going in there. You're facing Jonathan Piazma, who is a not from the area. No. Um, has come in the area. He has fought um, a couple of really good, good fighters. Mm. Um, you can give your input about you know those matchups and what you've seen out of them. But fought a um, Brazilian black belt. Fought a pretty good striker. Everyone in their kind of backyard, and um, it's his wrestling or uh, or his. He's an athlete. Yes. Let's just say he's an athlete because. He did mention he's not a wrestler. He's a football player. But if you can shoot the takedowns that he's shot in, that just proves you're a great athlete. So I'm ready, and I'm I can't wait. <laughs> now, you're looking to get your hands hands going and stuff. That we don't know where this is fight is it, but another tall guy. Mm. I would imagine kind of in. You got to get inside. I would imagine you're looking to strike strike with him uh, or. We can't give game I'm, plans I'm gonna, away. I I'm know what you mean. I'm gonna do but, it all. I promise yeah. you. Um, there's gonna be strikes. There's gonna be throws. There's gonna be everything. Um, every single one of my body parts is gonna be used on John Piersma, and there's gonna be a lot of blood, like there is in my previous fights. A lot of blood. <laughs> Excellent. Um, tough. Do you believe this is your toughest fight to date, as no. far as opponent? No. Okay. I um, like I said, he's a great athlete, but I do see where he struggles. 
and I'm gonna put it all in those struggles. I promise you. I uh, analyze his fights. He can analyze my fights, but I'm uh, I've been doing this for so long that there's a reason why I was a coach uh, in the judo background, uh, head coach for Tiverton, and my wrestler uh, Elijah Wood. He only wrestled for one month. Well, the whole wrestling team, well, the rest of the uh, state wrestled for four months. He was out for medical reasons, but he was in better shape. He had better technique with only one month of training. So that proves that, proofs in the pudding. I know what I'm doing, and I just can't wait to put on this show. <laughs> Excellent, my man. Well, yeah. um, you know, it's really, yeah, get the hand raised. What do you, where do you see yourself at the end of the year? You're new in your career. I mean, you just started in 2024. Is there more boxing? Do you, do you want to, because I know a lot of fighters that they still get work in boxing, still get some, Johnny Campbell, he's boxing. Uh, yes. Dan Cormier, he's still, you know, he does back and forth. Are you, do you still like the boxing aspect or is it going to be pure MMA and that's going to be my Both. thing? Both. Whoever comes my way, I, I am not afraid of an opponent. So, it's only going to get me better. I don't care if I lose. So I've always taught it's a learning lesson. You don't lose. It's a learning lesson. And I get to do tape review and how I lost. I get to go back into the hyperbolic time chamber and get better. Nice. <laughs> he's going to... Romeo's laying right near the draw. There you go, buddy. Yeah, he's a good musician. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he can play the drums later. A uh, couple more things. Um, as far... You win this title at 170. You think double champ might want, you know, we got a title fight the same night yes. at 155. Who's fighting? I think, I think uh, well, no, Joe, Joe Giannetti against, uh, against. Um, Joe better make weight. <laughs> you can't say that on the show. You can't say that on the show. <laughs> no, guys. We have history me talking about All weight. I know is that he didn't fight CES because of that, so. Yes, he better make weight. <laughs> as far, um, I think it's 155 against Ali Zebian. No, no, Ali Zebian's a 70. Yeah, but he might be going down. The poster's out somewhere. I think it's on your thing. We got. I go. have him, and I, I went Is to Combat FC. Is it a 170 pound fight? I went to Combat FC, yeah. and Zebian, he fought in the title shot for 170. All right, let and me that see. was a month ago, so I don't think he's going to make 55, and if he does... Good luck, because he looked pretty heavy. So, all right. Well, <laughs> here you go. All right. So, I'm going to look. But if it's a 170-pound, this could be uh, you know, your first title defense. You come up with it. I mean, these are 270. Well, Ali Zebians. Let me look. I think he's like a 10-7 and seven record or 10-6 and six last time I saw him. Yeah, and he just lost the fight, uh, the, the title, title fight, fight for yeah. eye, gouge. eye gouge. Yes, yes. Which, I was there. What do uh, you think about that? The eye gouge. Like, what were you thinking? Like, deliberate? Like, how do you do that? It was like, bang, bang, wasn't it? Or was he actually sticking his freaking claws in I, his I didn't get the great view because the angle I was in, I just knew that he was getting his legs kicked up at the first round. He's getting eaten alive with those kicks. So maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. I hope he didn't because that's very cheap. <laughs> All right, buddy. It's a lightweight title fight. Really? Between Joe Giannetti... Really? And Ali Zebian. Good. So let's talk about that. Good. So could double champ, would that be something My that... My mouth's getting watery. <laughs> <laughs> My mouth's getting watery. <laughs> there we go. So let's talk about it. I mean, yeah. this, I mean, 
Two titles are better than one. All right, we of talked course. about the end of the year. Where do you see yourself? Would that be something that you would be interested? I would not say no. Okay, cool, man. Because mm-hmm. as we see, double champs are getting it done, and they're getting the call-ups, man. And you're... Your accolades, and you know, you would be four and oh, five and oh, after and that fight at the end of Joe did beat my brother, so I got something from some of the same as Fitzgerald. Keegan? No, well, who, uh, who's his brother? Who's your Keenan? Keenan, Keenan, Keenan yes. Yeah, so, so it didn't Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald beat Keenan in a boxing fight, and I had to redeem Keenan. Sorry, sorry, Keenan, but you know, the younger brother got to do what he got to do. There you go. So, if I got to fight Joe. I got to do it. I got to beat him. Got to redeem my brother. Well, <laughs> you did call out everyone at 170, 155 after yes. your last fight, right? And I thought the Dufont, du, whatever his name Dufault. is. Dufault. Dufault yeah. from Canada. I thought he was still in there because I was looking who would be the champion. But I guess he's not here anymore. So the Canadian Bacon, I guess I'm not going to fight him into the bigger stage. But <laughs> I love you. I love your thoughts and your, uh, yeah. your, your future thoughts. Um, yes, yes. I see myself on the top um, no matter where I go because I'm my biggest fan. I push myself even when in October where I train, I was training myself. You guys, I was going live training myself, myself. And I don't care. I'm going to go to the top no matter what. Last uh, last couple of things, because we're going to end with Romeo. But the, this <laughs> last thing is your training camp and who's getting you ready for this fight. You mentioned a couple of camps, but are there end of individuals that you would like to get out there that are helping you along, um, you know, for this title shot? Of course. Um, so, like, you already know, Keenan Raymond, my brother, John Falez, he's been doing great things. He's a state champion. I was his coach for when I coached at Hope High School in Providence. So he works for me for my moving company, and he goes from work straight to the gym with me. So he's been a great body. He's a great, he's weighs 250 pounds. So yeah. You can lift a piano. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick it to those two names. I'm not going to say, well, actually, I'm going to stick to those two because I don't want to just put everyone on blast. Yeah, okay. You know, but I have a great training crew. I pick them up myself. And they go wherever I tell them to go, pretty much, because they trust in me. And I haven't put them in the wrong path. Nice, my man. Well, you're doing it on uh, both sides of the ring and cage. You know, we're coaching, inspiring uh, your brother out there, doing his thing. And Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. That Elijah sounds Wood. so familiar for so some reason. He's my, he, he's my wrestler for Tiverton. And he goes to practice. when it, Before he was injured, he would go to practice no no hesitation. He wants to be there for me. He wants me to get better. I want him to get better. And I've been giving him private lessons since he was a little little munchkin. So he's in 10th grade now. He's psh, almost 200 pounds, 185, yeah. still growing. You know, he doesn't even have... Chi- <laughs> <laughs> so he's been a great partner for me. He doesn't know much yet when it comes to the MMA route, but he's learning, and he's a fast learner. So... If he ever does, he's a he got some he has brains. So I don't, I think he's gonna stick to uh, wherever he's going to go because he's still young. But if he does go to MA route, like I said, he is gonna be something to handle. I promise you, <laughs> he's gonna be a big boy. He's Will still, he be at your fight? He is. He's oh, been nice. to all of my fights. Oh great. Yeah, he's been. Uh, he posted. He's been hit with the blood when I fought Kyle Pufal. He's right in the right in front of the cage. <clears throat> well, we just uh, I got in the poster up there right now. Saturday, March thirtieth, 
you guys are the main event. Tickets yes. went on sale yesterday, I do believe, Friday, yes, correct? Yes, I picked them up. Um, expecting a, a big... Dude, I got to say, out of all the like posters I put out, like I have a guest coming on, Yes, you got the most like love. Like People were like hmm. loving that. You got a lot of support behind you, a ton of support. I appreciate the love and the support. I love my fans, and I you guys just keep me going. I know I said... Um, like, it's your fans, you know. You, you want to do it for yourself, but you want to do it for other people as well because they can't always see that type of show in this regional, you know. So if they want to see great things, they've been they know what they're looking at, and I've been putting on a great show for them, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> as we can see right here, and as we uh, talked about how well Cage Titans does things for the fighters, here we go. They just throw you up there. And they get you known, bro. Um, yes. And as I said, Mike having you on, he's like, you're just this guy comes in and fucks people up and you leave. And we're going to end with that, with Romeo. How did Romeo come into your life? Because that's your best friend. So Romeo, my assistant, also my promoter, he had him. And I told him, how much you pay for him? He legit went 500 bucks. And... I grabbed the $500 where I have it, and I gave it to him. So from there, he's my moral support. And from there, uh, I bring him everywhere, you know. He's my PIC. And I'll say it again. I love him more than I love most people. He follows me everywhere. He knows me. He knows he will protect me to his last breath, and I'll do the same. Excellent, my man. And I saw you you posted the, the, the best picture. I'm an animal lover, a mad animal lover. And it, it, you know, I see people with animals. I'm like, I feel I like animals better than people. Myself. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> it's very easy it, to. It is. Um, <laughs> and you posted. I think it was the night of Cage Titans, late night, or maybe the next morning. You like everyone's out doing their thing, and here mm. I am with my best friend. You were like, you know, on the couch yes. with your dog. It was probably fucking like one in the morning, twelve. Uh, no, you you were probably in the hotel. Were you? Did you have to no, go home? I that drove. Night? You drove home. So shout out, Mike. Put me in the hotel. Then. I'm fighting for the title. Put me in the hotel. Women, I need to color the king size. <laughs> the dog needs some rest. Yes. I, they do have you there. They have, I know they have uh, um, dog-friendly hotel rooms because when Jacob... Even if he's not dog-friendly, he's my service animal. Oh, that's it. But I know Jacob Bone. Yes. He travels with his dog everywhere. Oh. So that's a stipulation in his contract. You've mm -hmm. got to get me... Um, you know, a dog-friendly hotel. Might have to add some things to my there contract. There you go, my man. You learned it as you go. <laughs> Romeo comes first, motherfuckers. Yes. Uh, but, I, you know, he's resting over there. We'll, I'll throw him up here as, we, you know, we talked about. But he's going to make his face known. I'm making him and an Instagram. There you go. Yes. Dude, that's the best He's going to have more fans than I. Best, you and it's not that much, but everyone loves Romeo. When I walk into the stadium, when I walk in there, ask. Romeo, they don't ask, hey, how you been training? Hey, how you feeling? No, hey, how's Romeo? Where's Romeo? <laughs> Romeo, Romeo, Romeo. Is he sick? Why isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I can't wait to see. And Cage Titans is going to be definitely throwing you out there. You and John leading up to this. Um, you guys were both on Table Titans together or separate? You you guys didn't talk to each other on there, right? No, no. All right. Do you think that's going to happen or is it it's done now? Talk, with, we can we're talk. on our way. If he wants to talk, we can talk. Um, I don't know what he would really want to talk about. I don't really talk to my opponents, but I'll do something new. All right. Last question. <laughs> last question. Everyone's in this podcast. I always like, you always have fucking last question. It takes fucking seven. What do we expect to see from uh, you in that pro 
welterweight title fight on. Uh, you're gonna see March a lot 30th. of blood. <laughs> like you're gonna see a lot of blood. You're gonna see grappling. You're gonna see striking. You're gonna see all kinds of things that I haven't been showing, and I think it's time to show everyone what I'm made of. Show everyone what I've been hiding because they deserve it. It's the title fight. Let's put on the show. You heard it, New England. Can't wait. March 30th, <laughs> Cage Titan 64. Yes, yes. Welterweight pro title fight, man. Yes. Can't wait, bro. I'll be there. Um, I don't know what, what aspect. I might be drinking beer. When I met you, I had a few beers in my bag. I was probably hugging you, kissing. I was probably making out with your dog. Everything. I was so excited. And then when you told me like you had some roots in the area of me, I was like, mm. fuck, dude. Man, that was cool. But I appreciate you coming down. Anytime you want to come down, training partners, uh, you know, your bro who's making his way. He's to, working right now, so yeah. I would have... Definitely love to have my brother come today, but again, he was very busy with work, and you got to pay your bills. Yeah, definitely. Well, <laughs> uh, post-fight, podcast, whatever, man, uh, seeing what's next after you. Yes. We'll definitely see you on the 30th. And Mike, give Keenan another chance. Put him into this cage. He wants to fight. There you go. Well, yes, yes. you could be his pat there. I mean, yeah. who's going to, you know... <laughs> the king, the king gets what the king wants. So yes, if, uh, we'll we'll see what happens with that. But I appreciate you coming down, man. I appreciate you inviting me. Definitely, anytime. Like I said, uh, I love people coming down, especially you know if they can make it down. It's it's more personable. It's a better better interview, and it's even better when you have a couple of more people in here. We can bounce just MMA and, and of shit course, and of course. I, I have so much to talk about. Um, it's crazy. I have tons of stories of judo, tons of stories of wrestling. Like I said, I've been all yeah. over the world. So there's a reason why I don't party. I party too hard. It got yeah. me in trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, it's all yeah. coming around now. Uh, yeah. your, your path has uh, got you to a huge point right here. Dude, you could be in the UFC by you know the, the end of this year or the, the beginning of next year. Best you know? believe it. So all the power to you. Have a great match on the 30th. I'll be there, and New England's going to fucking blow the roof off uh Yes. Memorial Hall. So thanks again, my man. No problem. Thank right. you. We out, people. Uh, I will be back next Wednesday live. Tommy will be back in the room. I have Jacob Bone on, and I have Daniel Esposito, mm. um, who just fought both of those guys. Jacob Bone just had a huge, huge finish at um, Combat Zone against uh, Mo Kanani. Huge. And then uh, Daniel Esposito, up and comer, just had a huge finish. Um, at CES. So with that said, two big fighters Wednesday. Everett, thank you again. See you Wednesday night. Have a great, safe weekend. We are here.